I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is the difference between masculine and feminine communication. Now, I'm using these terms masculine and feminine as opposed to male and female because the fact of the matter is both men and women are capable of masculine and feminine communication. But in general, men tend toward masculine communication, and in general, women tend toward feminine communication. So the gendered terms aren't really tied to biological sex, but they are somewhat correlated. Okay, so there are some significant differences between masculine and feminine communication, and it's the failure to adequately appreciate those differences that leads to a whole host of conflict and misunderstanding between the sexes. However, this can be mitigated through understanding. Let's start with masculine communication. Masculine communication is about the transmission of information. It does this by means of two general strategies. The first is to emphasize the semantic content of the communication. This is why things like definition and word choice are so important. A single improper word can mar the entire transmission. And the second strategy is to minimize, if not eliminate entirely, the emotional component of the transmission. This is because if the goal is to convey information, emotion is superfluous at best and distortive at worst. In masculine communication, we know that the speaker has been heard if the listener can accurately summarize or paraphrase the essential information contained in the intended message. That's masculine communication. On the other hand, feminine communication is almost entirely the opposite. That's because feminine communication is about the transmission of experience in the sense of felt subjectivity. While word choice isn't entirely arbitrary, it's much less important than in masculine communication. Why? Because in feminine communication, words are not primarily used for their semantic content, but as containers for emotional energy. And this is true in direct proportion to how emotional the speaker is. Man or woman, at the heights of anger, at the depths of despair, you see, in feminine communication, we know that the speaker has been heard if the listener ends up resonating at the same emotional frequency as the speaker. Think of tuning forks. When a vibrating tuning fork is brought close to another, the second begins to vibrate at the same frequency. And this is a big part of why women can be so emotionally provocative. For better or worse, they are trying to get you to feel the same way she does in that moment. Now, before I go any further, if you're liking what you're hearing, please consider sending this video to someone who might benefit from its message. It's word of mouth referrals like this that really help to make the channel grow. And you can also hit the super thanks button, which is those three little dots in the lower right-hand corner below the video. You can hit that button and tip me in proportion to the value you feel you have derived from this episode. I really appreciate your support. 
Now, this is why, from a masculine perspective, if we were to eavesdrop on a group of women sitting around and having a conversation, it can almost sound psychotic. One moment, a woman is tearfully recalling something sad that happened to her. And as she starts to cry, the eyes of all the women at the table start to well up. And, and then, a few moments later, she reveals that she was comically wrong about what she was sad about. And as she laughs, the whole table bursts into uproarious laughter, all in the span of a minute. From a feminine perspective, the conversation is an emotional journey whereby the listeners are conducted through a succession of emotional states that mimic the speaker's experience. And it's through that emotional resonance that women connect with other people. Here's the easiest way to think about it. Masculine communication is like language without vowels. It's only consonants. If I were to write you an email with all the vowels removed, you would likely be able to figure out what I was trying to say with little reduction in fidelity. And that's because almost all the semantic information in a word is contained in its consonants. On the other hand, feminine communication is like a language without consonants. It's only vowels. At its extreme, it's just pure, undifferentiated sound. And that's because almost all the emotional information in a word is contained in its vowels. And this is why some song lyrics just sound so ridiculous when you try to transcribe them. The song isn't about the words. The words are merely containers for the emotion, which is untranslatable. Now, effective communication occurs when you marry these two things together. Effective communication is the union of masculine and feminine communication. Just like the fullest expression of language is to utilize both vowels and consonants. To do this, you use the masculine focus on word choice to select appropriate words that accurately reflect the information you're trying to convey, that is use the masculine focus to appreciate semantic information while imbuing those words with emotional content, which is the feminine contribution. Now I'm stealing this term emotional content from Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon. Emotional content is not anger. Emotional content is not happiness. Emotional content is not any emotion in particular. Emotional content is like undifferentiated emotion, something like warmth or intention. You're putting a little of yourself in the words you are communicating. Think of it like timbre, which is a musical term, which means the quality of sound that reflects the nature of the instrument it is sounded upon. Specificity in language plus richness in quality is the simple arithmetic for the most effective forms of communication. What do you think? Does this fit with your experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. You can find out more about both of those by going to my website, which is orionterabansid.com. That's my name, O-R-I-O-N. T-A-R-A-B-A-N-P-S-Y-D, which is my degree, dot com. I'm saying this because I'm receiving a great deal of interest in potentially sponsoring episodes or 
booking a consultation. And a lot of the information that people ask me in these emails is already published online, including fees and processes and, and all of that. So if you are interested, I would direct you your, to the website. Now, as always, thank you for listening.